Hi, this is Rita Hogan, and welcome to the Dogs Are Individuals podcast. I'm a clinical canine herbalist, and I've been practicing for over 20 years. This podcast is all about your dog through an herbal lens. So let's get to it and dive right in. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of our beloved shorts. So these are just little biteable episodes that you can share with your family and friends, dog-loving friends, that is, and, you know, possibly cat-loving friends, I'm not sure. We are going to answer one question today, and then I'm going to have a little rant about flagyl and antibiotics, just to put, you know, just to give you a little hint of what today's episode is going to be about. I want to thank our sponsor of our shorts, Earth Buddy. So their website is earthbuddypet.com. They are a family-owned hemp CBD business that is delighting us with their sponsorship. So check their website out, earthbuddypet.com. Remember, my sponsors are the reason why I'm here. So go see their website, check out their stuff. They have a lovely 20% off discount for my listeners, and it's Herbal Buddy 20, Herbal Buddy 20, all lowercase, all together, Herbal Buddy 20, 20% off their products. Now, they sent me a lovely box full of goodies for me to try, and I can't believe all the wonderful things that are in this box, but I just discovered in the corner under the tissue paper was this little tiny like lip balm container called Paw and Skin Balm. 25 milligrams of CBD in the Paw and Skin Balm. I love this. The reason why is it's so small and you can put it in your pocket and you can do whatever you can, like whatever you want with it, right? You can bring it on hikes. You can put it in the car. Don't leave it in the sun because it will melt because it's a salve. And you got it right there and you can rub it on your dog's paws or on any type of issue that they might have, that they might get. I love it for hikes. I took it hiking. It was awesome. So... You might say, what's in it? What's in it for me? (laughs) It's made with CBD hemp, cannabinoids, terpenes. It's full spectrum organic, organic coconut oil, organic, organic mango butter, and organic beeswax. So check it out. It's their paw and skim balm trial, 25 milligrams. It's $10. Well, actually it's $9.99. And it's so handy. I definitely think it's a really good addition to like a medical kit. Check them out. And remember the coupon is Buddy 20 all lowercase. All right, so we are going to answer a question here. If you have a question, write into the podcast, ask your question. And I will answer it. So Lily writes in and she says, I listen to your podcast regularly and really like them. Love hearing from you. Thank you, Lily. Have you heard about Brave Paws Daily Anxiety and Stress Support? Lily, I have not, but I looked it up. The ingredients, sorobe, 1,000 milligrams, uh, plantanus bark, 1,000 milligrams, 
Those are the active ingredients. And the inactive ingredients are beef flavoring, gum arabic, magnesium stearate, monocrystalline cellulose, and potassium sorbate. Not too excited about the inert ingredients because there really is no such thing as an inert ingredient. Just saying. Everything that you put in your body, you put in your dog's body, affects your body. So potassium sorbate, super not excited about that. But is it horrible? No, it's not. Now, sorbet vine comes from, I believe, Mexico or South America. And I am not familiar with that. It's it's not in my repertoire of herbs. Then there's plantanus. And there's many species of plantanus. So it doesn't say this, like, it doesn't say like if it's oriental plane tree. Plantanus is is Latin for plane, plane tree. So I'm not sure what plane tree it is. Like I have actually personally used plane tree. So I would need to know kind of what what species of plane that is. But it's a thousand milligrams of each. You know, see if it works for your dog. Again, not too excited about the inert ingredients, but if your dog doesn't have any like food issues or sensitivities and, you know, you've started this chew, nothing's going on, you could give it a try. You know, you could give it a try. I would try to get at the, I would look at the root cause of the anxiety of your dog, okay? And remember, we always want to check ourselves because our dogs feed off our energy and when we're stressed, they're stressed. So just kind of look at, okay, why is my dog stressed in the first place and try to deal with it systemically and work with your dog's organ systems to calm everything down, including their nervous system. So that's my feedback on that, Lily. I can't give you too much information. I would ask what species that plantanus bark is and then you could you could write in again and let me know, okay? Thanks for writing into the podcast. So I was doing a reread of The Forever Dog by Rodney Habib and Dr. Karen Shaw Becker. Great book. I would buy a copy for almost any dog owner that you know. Actually, everyone. It would be a good book for. It's actually, it, it should be on the shelf. So one of the things that I think is the most important in this book and relevant to today's dogs with all the gut problems and all of the itching and scratching and dealing with dysbiosis, which is basically saying that the, your dog's microbiome is not balanced and it's, it's more leaning towards the negative side. And they do point out in here that it happens silently and with no outward symptoms until there is a systemic immunologic reaction. So true. But what I want to point out is I want to read you a part of this book that I need everyone to get because it's so important. On page 170 of The Forever Dog, they mention glyphosate residues and mycotoxins and things like that. And those are another conversation because this is a short, I want to, we have to make it short. So today, this is what I want you to get. So there is a antibiotic called metronidazole. Some people call it metrodizinol, and you can call it by its short name, Flagyl. I'm just going to call it Flagyl. This is a prescription that gets kind of handed out like candy. 
And you can, your dog can have a little bit of loose stool or diarrhea. You can bring it into your vet's office or a vet's office, maybe not your vet's office. And the vet is going to prescribe as a standard of care, flagell, okay? Metronidazole. Anyways, here's the thing about it. It messes up the gut immensely and it messes up your dog's ability to process and digest protein. To quote the forever dog, flagell kills fusobacteria. The bacteria dogs need to digest protein and opportunistic pathogens are allowed to take hold. I'm going to repeat that. Opportunistic pathogens are allowed to take hold. I have been preaching this about flagell for the last decade because flagell, although it saved my life, it caused a ton of inflammation, food sensitivities, and affected basically my thyroid, my liver. Um, I'm grateful that it saved my life. Don't get me wrong. And for me, like I've said before, don't give antibiotics unless your dog is going to die, unless they're going to save your life. And then you have to work hard at cleaning up the mess. And a lot of people don't realize just how hard you have to work. Rodney and Karen, Dr. Becker, point out that it creates irritable bowel syndrome. And again, it drops the levels of fusobacteria in the gut, which are responsible for dealing with proteins. And this basically increases filamentous bacteria, which are also described as FFB. And this whole process can trigger the epigenetic expression of interleukin-6 and other, wait for it, inflammatory pathways that create systemic inflammation in the body. I'm going to say it again. This can trigger the epigenetic expression of interleukin-6 and the other inflammatory pathways that create systemic inflammation in the body. It turns on the genetic expression of inflammation markers, genetic markers in the body. It can also trigger the epigenetic upregulation of the TH17 gene. Folks, this is the gene that turns on dermatitis, atopic dermatitis, and other inflammatory skin conditions. I find this so fascinating and I, you know, Having experienced myself, wow, I can't tell you in clinic how many people come to me and their dog has gotten so many rounds of flagell and other antibiotics. Even like, you know, well, my dog got that three years ago. It doesn't matter. You have to work hard at clearing that up. We have to turn off those genetic expressions, those epigenetic expressions for inflammation. And that involves detoxification and cleaning the genes with diet and supplements and increasing IgA in the gut and glycocalyx. Without IgA and glycocalyx, good levels, commensal bacteria, which are good bacteria, cannot adhere to the gut wall. And what does flagell do? It plummets the levels of glycocalyx and IgA in the gut. So this is what I want you to know on the short, okay? If your dog has had flagell or other antibiotics, but we're talking about flagell, you have to repair the gut, okay? And you can look at my website, canineherbalist.com. Go under shop. You'll see 
digital downloads. There's an antibiotic recovery document there that I think it's like $10. And you can check that out and get on on the way of repairing the gut. It's so important to the overall health of your dog. And we want good protein breakdown because if undigested proteins are allowed to proliferate, that causes an immune system response and an immune system cascade, which can lead to leaky gut and food sensitivities and allergens. I hope you enjoyed this short, a little rant, a little rave, a little question answering. And I'm going to be back next week or on the next episode of this podcast, Dogs Are Individuals. So write in and ask your questions. Visit our sponsors, earthbuddypet.com. Thanks for listening to this episode of Dogs Are Individuals. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review in your podcast app. And don't forget, sharing is caring. So if you love Dogs Are Individuals podcast, share it with your friends and family who love dogs. This will help me so much. And remember, as a listener, I appreciate you. Much thanks to Resonant Media, my podcast production team. This podcast is produced by Drake Peterson and edited by Mike Fry. Any questions? Email the show. Go to canineherbalist.com, click podcast contact in the menu, and then fill out that form, and I'll answer any questions here online. Okay, so thank you so much for listening to this episode of Dogs Are Individuals podcast, and I'm going to talk to you in our next episode. The content of this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not a substitute for veterinary care. This podcast doesn't constitute a provider-patient relationship. As always, talk to your doctor, veterinarian, or healthcare provider first before starting anything new, and that includes herbs. I'm not a doctor, and I don't treat disease or prescribe anything. I'm a traditional herbalist providing herbal support education only. Regarding any products I may suggest, the statements made regarding these products have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. The efficacy of these products has not been confirmed by FDA-approved research. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All information presented here on the podcast is not meant as a substitute or alternative to information from your vet. Please consult your veterinary professional about potential interactions or other possible complications before using any product.